The Wisdom Podcast is birthed out of the Wisdom Blog, a digital healing hub of inspired consciousness, sacred and practical wisdom, and the divine teachings of authentic power, living one's truth, and spiritual, or as we call it, unconditional love. Many of the topics that we cover arise out of my work with clients who have chosen to live their life from a place of self-honesty and truth, and in doing so, they quite naturally begin the journey inward, acknowledging their authentic self and their capacity for being love and for choosing to live as their highest self. This is what makes it possible for you to experience genuine happiness and inner peace. Each episode offers divinely inspired teachings and insight for how to live consciously aware, to access your inner wisdom, and to help you make the best choices for living an infinite potential. Join me for Consciously Inspired Truth and new thought paradigms for living an abundant and love-filled life, here and now. In this episode, we are diving into the best therapeutic practices for you to use for your life. Now, I've chosen in this series this month four of what I feel to be the most helpful, the most widely used and practiced, and also the best tools for you to use, that is to self-direct your progress and growth using therapeutic tools in your life. I also want to say that I'm right here if you would like my help to walk you through any of these models of therapy, just reach out and we can do some work together. It's really a lot more helpful to work with a professional who's been using these tools and practices for <clears throat> decades. So it, yes, it might sound easy as I explain it and take you through each of four models of psychotherapy. But I tell you, it is not without practice and using these tools myself in my life that I've become so accustomed and proficient with them, and you can as well. Here we go. So the first model of psychotherapy. Actually, it's near and dear to my heart because it is the one that I initially was trained in, in not only one eight-month, but two eight-month long clinical counseling internships is cognitive behavioral therapy, or CBT. This psychotherapy model has been around since the 60s. It was initially developed by Aaron Beck, for the treatment of depression. And lo and behold, like any good researcher, the team went then about to use this model of psychotherapy for other client-based scenarios and situations. And the results, not surprising, cognitive behavioral therapy proved to be extremely helpful for not only depression, but anxiety, personality disorders, eating disorders, grief and sadness, anger management, I use it in my work with youth who, because kids are so smart, they just grab onto the tools so easily and it becomes a wonderful, practical way to teach people, youth in particular, the tools and techniques that, by the way, were not taught in school. And then, of course, 
I use CBT with my couple clients. I use it as an inherent part of my work. I also glean from other models, which you're going to hear about in future episodes here. But for now, let's do a little bit of a deep dive, an explanation of the five principles of CBT and how they work together and how you can begin to use them in your life right now. One more thing before we get started, I have put a link in the description for joining me in a discovery session. These are beautiful, simple, sweet 15-minute free sessions that you and I can have to meet each other, to talk a little bit about what you'd like to work on, to get a sense as to the connection and the vibe between us. And then if you are willing, if you are ready to go forward, we can deep dive into an actual session. I'll leave a link for booking that as well. I have to say, when I was studying CBT, I had this deep knowing, this certainty, this inner voice messaging that this was a very important tool, this whole model and all the tools that are used within it. And that feeling has proven right so many times, and I have to say with thousands and thousands of clients. And so I share it here with you. Three of the five principles of CBT that we use most often, at least when you and I are working together, are thoughts, feelings, and behaviors. And if you haven't, I would say grab that notepad and pen right now because you're going to want to capture this. This is the essence of what I want you to know and take away from this episode. I'm going to ask you to draw each of these three words linearly, and then we're going to define them. And then I'm going to show you how CBT teaches the principles of thoughts, feelings, behaviors. And I'll mention the other two, sensations, that is physical sensations, warmth, tightness, relaxation are examples, and your environment, that is the world outside of you. So you've written the words thought, feeling, behavior. And if you can, put an arrow from the word thought to the word feeling or feelings, and then draw an arrow from the word feeling to the word behavior or behaviors. Now the arrows mean something. I define the arrows to represent determines or creates. That is, your thought or thoughts create your feelings. Your feelings determine or create your behaviors. And let's define these words. Thoughts are the ongoing conversations that you have in every waking moment. Think of thoughts as sentences. Feelings are one-word descriptors, for example, happy, sad, angry, hopeful. And your behaviors are your actions and reactions. Remember, procrastination is considered a behavior. It's an inactivity of something. But nonetheless, it's part of the reaction that somebody may hold. When a client is discussing a problem or issue, one of the first things I will teach them is how to use this model. And to that, I explain these three principles in the larger scheme of the five and how thoughts, feelings, and behaviors interact. Everything begins with your thoughts. I know it feels like you have the feelings first and they're big and overwhelming and they are, but here's the truth. Because your thoughts occur in less than a millisecond, most of us are not practiced yet at identifying the thoughts we hold. And so by the time we're noticing, we're noticing because feelings are pretty big at times, they're 
unwanted, they're rather bold, feeling sad or anxious or having a panic attack, those are all hard to ignore and deny. So we catch up with what's happening inside of us at usually the feeling state. And feelings determine, of course, what we do, right? Our behaviors. But what if you became more skilled and practiced at recognizing what the thoughts were that you were holding moment by moment? And then what if I said to you, what if you got better at choosing what you're thinking? Wouldn't that be a grand thing? Because if you want to change how you feel, you must begin with what you're thinking. So one of the ways to do this, and this is another part of CBT, another tool, is to challenge your thoughts. That is, ask yourself, is this thought 100% true? Is this thought completely accurate? And most of the time, the way we think about something holds a perspective or it is our bias or perception of something. And that perception is based on how we're feeling, our life experiences, our upbringing, our belief systems, a whole lot. And so when you are more aware of the thoughts you hold, and I do recommend to clients that they write down their thoughts, they get practiced in identifying their thoughts, especially when they feel an unwanted feeling or emotion. If you get stuck in anxiety or fear or sadness, ask yourself, what was I just thinking? And that'll point you to the thoughts you were telling yourself. Not all the thoughts you're going to hold are going to be positive. I'm just saying you're going to be more successful in your life if you practice holding true thoughts. Because you can deal with true thoughts if they're true, even if they are difficult thoughts to have to deal with. But if you are creating chaos and catastrophe and angst based on thoughts that are untrue or misguided or problematic or negative, you've just created a whole other world of feeling the way you don't want to feel. And so much of the work initially, after we learn the tools of CBT, I send you away with a big smile and say, look, (laughs) this is important stuff. You don't learn this in school. It's highly relevant to how you live your life. Go practice it. That is, pay attention to what you're thinking. Pay attention to the thoughts you hold. Pay attention to your beliefs, which are another level of CBT, which we definitely work on together, which are what drives your day-to-day thinking. If you think about beliefs as the absolute ways of thinking about yourself, others, and the world, I liken the expression of the beliefs, your beliefs are the roots of a plant and the leaves are your thoughts. How healthy the plant is, the leaves of the plant, for example, are all determined and based on the beliefs you hold, the beliefs being the roots of the plant. So the healthier, the more positive the beliefs are that you hold and adopt and believe wholeheartedly, the more positive naturally your thoughts are going to be. And so you and I typically dive a little deeper together. And with my help, it becomes more easier to challenge your long-standing, well-rooted belief systems. On that notepad and writing thoughts, feelings, and behaviors as you did, I want you to think of a thought, think of a feeling that you recently had. Put these together. So for example, if you recently felt worried, for example, Think back to the thought or thoughts that you held that caused you to feel worried. 
and write them down. Remember, thoughts are sentences. I saw that man lying on the grass, and I wondered what happened to him. I noticed that the ambulance was there next to the cyclists, and I became worried for that man. You begin to recognize the thoughts you hold based on how you're feeling, right? Now, if you, and I ask my clients this all the time, you can stay worried. Your thoughts, maybe they are absolutely true. There was an ambulance. The man was lying on the ground. The cyclist with him looked concerned. All of that was accurate to your best assessment of what you saw. However, you don't have to stay worried. You could also choose other thoughts to hold, like, I'm glad the ambulance was there. He seemed to be okay. I'm going to say a little prayer for him and hope that he is fine. These thoughts are all encouraging. They're definitely accurate. They make you feel better. You probably feel some relief. You might feel less worried. Maybe your worry changes to comfort or neutrality. The point is, we don't have to stay in the feedback loop of feeling an unwanted emotion. We don't have to continue thinking similar thoughts, which then cause us to feel the same way. We can change how we feel by choosing different new thoughts that are also true and accurate. Most of the time when you are feeling an unwanted emotion, it is because your thoughts are not entirely true. I know that seems like a huge stretch, but again, if your thoughts are true, even in a tragedy or an illness or an injury, thinking thoughts that are accurate, coupled with thoughts of, again, what is wanted, which is positive, hopeful, and also true, helps you to feel better. I know I'm going to get better. I know I will feel better if I rest for a little while. These are optimistic thoughts. You are hopeful by having these thoughts. They may be accurate to you. And again, you may not have the complete outcome in place just yet, but they're encouraging thoughts. And again, the point is, remember you get to choose how you want to feel, and that is completely based on what you are thinking. So in this first look at CBT together, I would like you to take away a couple of things. First, the linear model that you wrote that I hope you understand well. Thoughts create feelings. Feelings create behaviors. And secondly, always important to remember that if how you feel is the genesis of what you are thinking, then you must always not only pay attention to your thoughts, but be willing to change them to something that is true and accurate and encouraging and optimistic if possible. Because how you feel is not how someone made you feel. It is the way in which you interpreted and perceived a situation. That is, you have complete control and authority. You have free will to choose how you will think, and therefore how you will feel, and what actions you will take as a result. If you would like my help in diving a little deeper into core beliefs and how to change a problematic core belief, definitely reach out to me. We can do this all within one session. All right. Thank you so much. And one more thing, I have this beautiful CBT tool. It's a PDF. You download, print it off, 
It's beautiful. It goes through all five principles of CBT. It also takes you through examples of how you identify and record your existing thoughts, feelings, and behaviors, as well as your beliefs and what I call results or actions. And it walks you through how to change each of these so that you come out thinking and feeling far better and being empowered in using CBT for the rest of your life. Thank you so much for joining me. This has been fun. I love talking about CBT. I will catch up with you in the next episode. If you enjoyed this episode, if you enjoyed others that you've listened to, I invite you to join me as a patron of the podcast. With your support, with your love, it's one way to help support us to grow and to bring you more incredible content and video podcast episodes. And more than that, it allows you access to all of the amazing content we have right here. I do invite you to share out the episodes and to write in your feedback and to become a member of this community, become a patron member. I thank you so much in advance. And one final note, I'm so happy to share this with you. Juno is here. Juno is a sacred space to find wisdom, love, and healing and for helping you to create more balance in your life, for finding the peace that lives within you, for experiencing greater self-love, for learning to embody happiness, and for awakening and living your authentic power. We are all seekers. If you are on a spiritual path or in search of one, explore the journey to your highest self within a safe and nourishing environment that supports you in manifesting your best life and living your greatness. Juno is an uplifting, conscious community and a loving, sacred home to wellness, healing, and living a conscious life through meditation mindfulness, spirituality, self-care, self-discovery, and transformational tools, coaching, and therapy, all to help you live a happier, healthier, and love-filled life. Let Juno be a guide for your inspired wisdom and a loving and supportive community that has your back as you embark the journey you are already on of transformation and self-actualization. You can find the Juno app of wisdom, healing, and love in the Google Play Store and the App Stores. I will also leave a link here with a special coupon for you as a welcomed listener to the podcast where you can purchase Juno at a special price. We've got you. See you on the inside and sending you great love. This is Dorothy Zanori Juno. Namaste. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of the Wisdom Podcast. To hear more, please check out the other episodes right here. And I'd love for you to subscribe to the podcast so you'll know when each new episode is released. Join me on this incredible journey into self-love, 
self-actualization, living your truth, and being remarkable as you live an incredible life. And if this episode resonated for you, I'd love for you to share it with someone you know would benefit from listening. I also invite you to join me at DorothyZonoriJuno.com, where you'll find the wisdom blog, the inspiration for this podcast, as well as my online courses, YouTube videos, and the wisdom archives. These are an extensive digital library of guided meditations, mindfulness musings, spiritual teachings, best therapeutic practices for nourishing your whole being, and to transform, to heal, and live your abundant potential. Please also visit me on social media and say hello. Allow yourself to go within to access your inner wisdom and to live this. Awaken your authentic power, live your truth, and most of all, be love. Thank you. Sending you great love. This is Dorothy. Namaste. Namaste.